I think it's where there's a condition, you know, it's a conditioning. It's like by the time you're done with work, even though, even if like for me, even if work wasn't bad, I'll come home and have a drink. Right. Yeah. It's like a signal. It's like a, uh, taking off of the shoes type thing. It's like, I'm, yeah. I'm home. I'm unwinding. Maybe I need to like make like cycling 10 miles, my unwinding. Right. Or something. But, well, man, yeah. Yeah, if, yeah, if I could do it so, like, my workout was at night. But my days are so long, I just don't want to, you know? Yeah, and you're still riding to work, aren't you? Yeah. So, you have that. Yeah, well, I mean, that basically, since I started riding, I'm just justifying every other unhealthy thing I do during the daytime. Like, well, I rode to work. I guess I can have this BLT twice today. <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Did you did you just mute it to cough? Yeah. Okay. No, I just, I just want to make sure that's what that sound was. Yeah, because then I because then I like yeah, it's funny. I have to like time it right to get back in, and sync back in because I I can hear, I've heard my stems before, and realize the times that I've muted, and realize that like. If I talk too soon before hitting the mute button, yeah, you can hear it, it cuts in quick. There's some lag, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a it's like a quarter of a second Mississippi. Mm-hmm. It's just an M. Did you happen to see the uh, the brawl between the Nationals and the Giants today? No, uh, it was a brawl. Why would you have a brawl on Memorial Day? Because uh the pitcher i forget what his name is plunked uh bryce harper in the hip and bryce harper went after him oh god damn it never have i disliked someone so much who's like a legitimately good player bryce harper bryce harper isn't like he's such like he's lived up to all the hype that that was following him when he was coming up from uh, college and and the minors and everything i just i just can't get behind it he's so unlikable right Dude, the Mets are horrible. They won today. Shut up. I know, but what the fuck? It's it's bad. Dude, I can't believe it. Well, I mean, Dude, I need to tell you this. This is unreal. Before we... I might have even said this. There's a guy I work with uh-huh. who changed allegiances. No. To what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the Yankees to the Mets. When? When did he do that? At the beginning of the year. Oh, this year? Yes. Oh, he's a hundred percent a Fairweather fan. Then he he saw how dominant the Mets looked and was like, "Oh, I'm jumping ship." Of course, he's a Fairweather fan. But the thing is, he denounced it publicly. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like he. I mean, we were talking Yankees baseball, like, constantly, up until like. I, I don't know. Before, like through spring training, we were talking Yankees baseball. Why did it? Why did he change? He he's like he said he 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 admits to being a Fairweather fan. He's all for it. He's like he's like yeah. I just I didn't feel like the Yankees had it this year. He's like hey, you know when when it was then he was like yeah. I think the I think the Mets have great starting pitching. He's like I think they have you know a couple powerhouses and he, he's like I, I really think that they have a good chance to go a long way. What and have you checked in with him recently? Since the Yankees are what number one? Yeah. And what's he say? Every day he's like depressed about it. He's like, "Yeah, you guys are doing really well." 
Okay, well, okay. The Met. He's held. He's held Met's allegiance. It's good. Good. I'm glad he didn't just bolt and run. But okay. I mean, it's not hopeless at this point, but it's not encouraging. No, no, no. And that's what I say to him like every day. I'm like, well, it's a long season because it is. I got you. Got to wait till the All Star break because the, they they did phenomenally the last two All Star Star breaks and just like burned a path to the playoffs. So right. so if they can get their shit together and get healthy and Harvey's won his last two outings. Right. And if they can find any semblance of a bullpen and a, and a, and a closer, <laughs> then semblance. That's what I said. Okay. What did you think I said? Like Led Zeppelin semblance. You thought I said semblance? Yeah. I did not. It sounded like I did not say semblance. <laughs> have, have you, I know like we, everyone uses it as like an example of like, Oh, the different, area dialects and whatnot and yeah one of the big ones is milk right yeah milk yeah have you ever met anyone who actually says milk i always hear it as an example but i can't ever think of someone who's ever been like yeah i say milk kim get over here i need you <laughs> oh no am i gonna hear it right now <laughs> i need you to do me a huge favor Without thinking, get over into the microphone. Yep. Come here. <laughs> Without thinking. Yes. <laughs> what do we have to go to the grocery store to get because we're out of... Cause I already we... heard you say it from the other room. Damn it! Oh, I said it? Fuck. Ruined it. Kim, say it. Milk. Did you hear it? Is that what it sounds like? She has some sort of like hybrid version of it. It's it, not it, like. It, it, I have to say, silk, milk, 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 milk. She didn't say milk before. Milk. It's milk. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, it's yeah, it's a thing that I I don't I don't know where I don't actually know I I gotta find I've been listening to. Away with words. Have you heard that? No. What is it? Is it? Is it a? Is it? Is it the podcast we've been trying to do for twenty minutes every episode? Yeah, and they've been <laughs> doing it for like fifteen years, and it's way better. Oh, no, I Except, don't. I don't believe that. <laughs> it's, dude. You got to start listening to it. It's on NPR uh, on Sundays, and it's fucking phenomenal. They do everything. They do phrases. They do idioms. They do derivations. They do historical contexts they do oh my god um, they they debunk like family things like people will say certain things and it's like only within their family so the question is is that something that's only within their family or is that something like they used the example the other day um this guy got like a bunch of you know he got like weird looks from his friends because he said he, he he's like i gotta rest these dogs and he put his feet up and referring to his feet as dogs. Mm-hmm. He's like, these dogs are barking. Yeah, that's a phrase. That's what people say. Yeah, I've never heard that ever in my life. You've never heard, my dogs are barking? Never once, no. You are, you've, you've lived a weird existence. Dude, I, I was... Dude, I, I don't know. I've never heard that. Anyway, there's like a bunch of stuff on the... On the on that they do a podcast of it, so it's just like the it's the show. It's it's the same thing that's on NPR, 
and it's funny because it's like not edited even though some of the stuff is like i wouldn't say painful but like there are callers in just like um the tappet brothers kind of style right um so it's like it's it's great it's fantastic i i've listened to like maybe seven episodes already i already wrote in like with like three examples and the woman got back to me within like two hours really yeah dude they 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 have well because i put in the subject line um like what it what the issue was so you know imagine you could be so concise as to put the issue in two words in the subject line it there's an automated response that says oh we might not get to everyone she got back to me in two hours and sent me the link for the time that they talked about that particular issue on the show. And I was like, this is amazing. So do we have, does that mean we have, to, we have to stop doing that type of stuff now? No, I think it's I think it's constantly relevant anyway. I think we should continue to talk about it because once I get through all of their episodes, if we've talked about something that they haven't talked about, then I can use that as an example and give it to them because – it's good to have them for reference for a lot of the stuff because they give, like I said, they give history, they give etymology, they give, um, um, you know, everything. It's like historical context. It's fucking great. Um, yeah, just ridiculous. I think Kim told me about it. Maybe I should find out about my leg and egg thing. Yeah, that's um they kind of covered something about that the other day. Um but it was more of like um he calls it what did he call it? He called it like shifting vowels. Um which is but the but the answer was different because it was explaining it in a way that um you're shifting your vowels like in kind of closed in like a closed world so like maybe your town does it or your family does it or something like that and it's the it's the southern uh pin pen merger which is the the his like the, the big one pin pen pin i don't think i'm shifting vowels i think i'm just saying it differently yeah but it's Everything in that, I think everything in that has to match is what the the vowel shifting is. Like so, you say egg one way, so you have to say leg that way. But I don't. But I say keg. Do you say peg? I say peg. Dude, that's weird, man. I see. So here's the thing. I think I say leg and egg because those are words that I learned from my parents. Yeah. And then keg is like a word that I learned from friends or cousins, or not my parents. You know. Right. But I don't know where they got leg and egg from, because I don't know if they both say it. Wait, we talked about this. Where are your parents? Where Where are your parents from from? Like, where are their families from? Uh, my mom's from Albany, and my dad is from Del Mar, by way of Ohio. Right, by way of Ohio. So you do have, like, a little bit of that weird, like, Midwestern, like, influence in there somewhere, which is, like... Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they talk a lot about the a, a lot about the Pittsburgh accent or right. the, Pits, the I, Pittsburgh dialect. I don't. Uh, you don't care. 
I mean, I, I am very interested. I don't know if, if us recapping another podcast's uh, more able handling of subject matters. Is, oh, it's it, so much better. Right, but is it interesting for us to recap it for our listeners? No. I think that everyone who would listen to this at this moment, they would be like, hold on, let me pause, stop listening to 2928, and then just go straight listen to Away With Words for like the their entire whatever a podcast cast castography what are we calling the, that all right guys you, well you guys can pause and leave but we'll still be here we'll be doing the show while you're not listening it's fine i don't have a lot of great things to talk about anyway i have like a billion mosquito slash bug bites on me yeah me too yeah, dude, the bugs are fucking horrible this year. I, I mean, we this is the first time I've ever had, like, mosquito bites in L.A. before, but I think it's could be because the amount of, of rain we got this past fall, uh, winter. Yeah, we got tons of rain the past month, and I think that's what it is. So, there you go. Climate change, it's real. Mosquitoes. I called in to work on Friday... Of this week? Past Friday. So you, well, and then you, today's Memorial Day. You got yourself a four-day weekend, huh? Yeah, and I didn't even mean to. And I, like I said, I was sick for all of it, so. I called out last Friday. Yeah. It's like, it's so nice to have the day off, but like, I just went down into town, took the dog, got medicine, went home, had tea, took medicine, and laid on the couch. That's all oh, yeah. I did. <sighs> I finished, um, I finished, uh, Master of None. Yeah. No spoilers. It was fantastic. Yeah, I liked it. I, oh. there, there were episodes that I really liked. I, as a, a season as a whole, I'm not necessarily sure if I, if it had, like, the cohesion of the first season. Oh, I disagree. You think, I think so? It was, I think it was better. I feel like it was a little, like, I don't know. I, I Yeah. It not only did it have the same, not only did it have, and maybe I'll watch the first season again and then get back to you on this opinion, but, so it's more fresh, but it had the feeling of the same show, but, in this like really better way okay there were more threads that led you astray okay and in that way it kind of defined a tone for the second season and i guess with the there are two episodes right that are like kind of novellas standalones outliers right um, the the deaf episode and Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Those two episodes are fantastic, but I mean, like, I think as a whole, it had a tone, and they did a lot structurally with the writing that led you. It like a good book does. They led you astray. They gave you false information. There was a, there were a lot of times when when you finally realize like what's happening, you can go back and think, God damn it, they diverted 
the they gave me foreshadowing and then instantly diverted my attention from it. They he did that like three or four times that I can think of. Maybe I'm just and, too too cynical because I watch a lot of a lot of TV and movies. Yeah, I didn't really feel like they diverted away from it. Like there wasn't a real MacGuffin kind of set up for the whole thing. No, so, I just so like, I, I, yeah. I, I I kind of felt like they were they were telephoning these like the 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 these these uh set pieces in yeah and i i was hoping like yeah i mean on a whole yeah there was there was there was the main storyline and stuff but i feel like it was a little more ancillary to the shows as a whole like it didn't it didn't pivot so importantly on it sure i just didn't feel like it had any weight to it because it felt so so much like an afterthought because it did crop. It started off on like the first episode or two, and then it cropped up in like the last three episodes. Right. You know, and th- there were like little touchstones throughout there. Sure. But that main, the main story they would have you think was really only like the first two episodes and the last four episodes or something, and everything in between was like independent, so uh, independent ones. Or no, I guess because then it, it switched focus to his professional life. It was good on a whole. I liked it. That's what I mean. It's like it's it it had a different tone. And I liked I don't know, I liked it. I liked the first season a lot, but the first season was the first season was heavier in a way. Um it was and I think I think it's purposeful. I think all of it's purposeful for um cuz you got to remember obviously your audience, right? I don't think I think a lot of it is you mold to kind of fit your audience, but you also mold so that you can bring in more of your more more of an audience. Um, God, I had an idea today. Oh yeah, I was going to ask you this separately. Um, do you want to clap? Uh yeah, we can clap now, or we can yeah, might as well clap now. All right, three, two, one. Okay. So that's the thing. Um, I was thinking about like, you know what I really enjoy just to get into like your world, what you do and stuff like that. What I really enjoy as a consumer, okay, of media, I guess. I like those silly times when reality television, um, what do you call it? You call it breaking the third wall? The fourth wall? The fourth wall? There are four walls? I think it's the fourth wall. All right, so you break the fourth wall, and it's like for that moment you're, you know, you you don't have the the normal suspended belief, and you realize, oh right, this is just a fucking show I'm watching with like, you know, whatever. It's like um, it happens in that stupid show Fixer Upper, right? Uh huh. And and what'll happen is they'll talk. And they'll be talking and they'll do their, like, outtakes or whatever. But sometimes they let this go into the actual regular version of the show instead of outtakes. It'll be them doing, like, a sequence of them being interviewed, clearly being asked, um, you know, staged questions by, like, their editor or whatever. And they're answering those questions so that they the crew could fucking cut it later so that it has some sort of, like you know, coherence. Uh-huh. And 
then they break that down and they're just like asking that person a question directly. And I think it's, I always think it's funny whenever that gets put into the show, that person that's off screen talking to them. Okay. You feel me? Yeah. I like that. I find that for some reason I find that more genuine. Like that makes me happy. Does that make any sense? I mean, it sounds like it's a personal thing that you you like. I don't really... I I guess. I'm sure probably most people think it's stupid or, like, are put off by it or it takes you out of that moment, you know. But, like, I think of, you know, the shows that I watch are all like this. American Pickers, you know, and, like, all... I I can't help but, like, think about how everything's so staged, you know. It's like... and And then, like... The more I watch a show, the more I see the issues with it. Like, the more I see, like, the voiceovers that are done, you know, like, the the nifty camera work that they do to try and make it seem like that person said that thing live at that moment. But it's not. It's them voiceovering afterwards. Oh, well, it's called Frankenbiting that's called frankenbiting yeah so basically they do interviews or they do with otfs that um that they'll they'll record so they have all their dialogue and stuff and then they can get script sunk which means that they can uh get it transcribed and then tie it to the video footage so they can search the script for certain words they're looking for right so if for uh for a lot of the shows that i've been part of most of the producers are they're, they're not creating something that the person wouldn't say they're taking what they said that they might've said at one point and making it sound better as far as right. like the, the appearance of it. So they're, they're like at, if, if a word got cut off or a sentiment wasn't really a sentiment, wasn't really uh, conveyed in the way that that was probably intended to they'll, uh-huh. they'll string together uh, you know, phrases or sentences or, or whatever that's called Frankenbiting. See, I I get that the the cutting and weird stuff like that, but there are times when I'll hear clear voiceovers that are like not said live, but like, but but, yeah. the, but they're trying to pass them off as live. Um, it's done in a way that's seamless enough. And like, is it is it supposed to be like, oh, a guy's talking to camera, and then he's turning his back to dig through a garage, and he his voice is talking and it's clearly VO and it's not him talking on camera. Is that what you're talking about? So, okay. There's a bunch of this. Um, God, um, actually, so there was, we watched a, a tiny house nation tonight and there was Frank inviting done in that one. Um, but so I'm glad you're making this, uh, you're, you're saying that this is a different thing than what I'm thinking about, but, there are times when, um, like, think of American Pickers. You mm-hmm. have them talking about an item, and then they might say something about the item, right, on screen, live, lips moving. And then they might show the item separately or show some other footage without people in it. And then there might be something that says... These items were very sought after. They're made by the Mattel company in 1926. And then it just like seems seamlessly like cuts right back into 
them talking, but they're not necessarily like they're trying to pass it off. But half the time, I do feel like they're trying to pass off like they're saying it live to these people, trying to explain to these people on the screen, you know, mm-hmm. the re- the history of a piece or something like that. You know, so it's it's done in an odd sort of way. Um, and well, I've noticed that more and more. Well, especially for like American Pickers, because I used to watch that all the time, too. It's like, right. so when they talk to Mike or the other guy, what's his name? Frank. Mike and Frank. They do these like um, to the camera kind of uh, OTFs or maybe they're full interviews or whatever, where they're pulled off to the side and they're just like in front of generic trees talking to the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it could yeah. they those could be filmed at any time. Like they could be out like shot episode one, and then when they go back out to shoot episode six, they'll have to do pickup interviews or something to get the the stuff that they don't have that they need to finish episode one. Yeah. So that's why they they obviously keep it generic. I've never looked at their clothes and stuff to see if they kind of keep their clothes the same and everything too. They they do both. Be- so they'll do they'll do both. And then, so what, yeah. what, in those instances, when like where they're talking to the camera, that was got yeah. that was gotten at one point. And then it, while they're trying to finish the show, I would assume that, oh well, we need to do insert shots, B-roll shots of the actual item, you know, beauty shots, or when, when they go and show like the old old newspaper clippings or old footage of them building the devices and stuff. And then they right. and then they have Mike or Frank talking over it. They'll probably bring them back into like a, a, a ADR booth or something to record exactly what the producer wants them to say about the item that they're looking right. at. Um, and th- right. it sounds so different because one, like maybe they don't really care that it sounds different when they're on location versus when they're cutting away there. But right. like a good re-recording mixer would fill the the uh, the ADR the VO session with a. Uh, room tone or uh, or fill noise from from that original place so if they're off to the side of the road giving their interviews and stuff the sound guy in the field should just be recording that sound for a while in between it so they have that additional uh, 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 layer to, to to put in beneath any VO that they're recording so right so it matches up se- uh, seamlessly between the two but hmm. if they're not that in- like I mean if, if it's if that's not really pulling anyone out of the world because you're leaving it's not the same as if they were in the same location and matching up VO that didn't have that fill noise because, right. because that, that cutaway shot, that B-roll shot lives, lives in its own space. Right. If, 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 if that's what you're talking about. <laughs> oh man. Um, I mean, that's a lot of information. I guess I don't know how to describe it, but I'll have to find an episode and have you listen to it and give you a timestamp to kind of be more specific about it. Just because I guess maybe I don't feel like it's, it, it's exactly as you described. I understand everything you described too. I think that sometimes they try to squeeze in, you know, some stuff that's supposed to be passed off as if it was also being explained to the people they're purchasing from. Uh-huh. Um, but maybe not. Maybe it is supposed to be there just to give you that extra tidbit of information at that very moment. And I think a lot of times they don't care whether or not, you know, it it has that, you know, the crickets in the background, the B-roll crickets. Um, what's that called? Second layer sound? Like, uh, like room tone or fill? 
Yeah, but you were saying they record that sound in a field so that that can merge with the other tracks so that it sounds like it was taken there. Well, like what our re-recorder always says and always complains about if they're if we're using like a new crew or something like that is like if you're doing an interview in the back of the kitchen and that's where your interviews are being done for the whole su- for the whole show. Yeah, you should supply the re-recording mixer just clean room tone of that room. So he has it to fill in any type of Frankenbite or VO that that they're trying to to fill their, for the rest of the season. God, that's brilliant for consistency's sake. Yeah. So if you're giving an interview in a room, that room is going to have a distinct sound because it's going to have overhead lights, or it's going to be next to the AC, or it's going to be a, you know cavernous to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. So you just roll rolls and get room tone, basically anywhere you're recording sound, just to uh, just to have it for safety. I mean, was he need five minutes of it? Yeah, I mean that's 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 usually fi- fine enough because uh, you're never gonna have an interview bite that's more than five minutes long. That's insane, right? And and you can obviously reuse it whenever you need it. So it's just right. It's just good to have. Right, and what's five minutes of audio? It's nothing. Yeah, that's brilliant. Okay, wow, As I'm learning so much. Oh man. Anyway, what what did I end up saying? Oh yeah yeah yeah, I like. I just like the I like the breakdown. I like when the person off camera is the the person doing the interviewing, maybe. Right. You know? Uh-huh. You know, Top Gear used to do it a little bit. Every once in a while you would have like, you know, them kind of say, Oh, well, we needed the crew for this. Oh, yeah, you know, well, on top, top Gear specific, like, I mean, because there's always the, the front and follow cars on Top Gear, too. So even when they're right. dri- even when they're driving and they'll like bump James or something like that, you'll always see a guy in like the uh, the forerunner in front of them just sitting in the back with the with the gate up filming them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that that was a Land Rover. Every time it was a Land Rover? It's a, it's a Land Rover every time. Is it remissed or remiss? Remissed. Not remiss? It's, I would be remiss? It's remissed. I would be remissed uh, like in my responsibility okay. is the rest of that saying, I think. I don't know. I'm bad at, I'm bad at sayings, too. So, I don't know. You should, you should probably look it up. Yeah... Not 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 now because there's a whole podcast for it. We'll, we'll let them figure it out. Or what we could do is write all these down and then send them to that podcast and then read their responses on our show. Oh no, it might be remiss. Oh, could I get one here in the wind column? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We'll look it up later. <laughs> now I don't want to look. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. There's been a lot of nature in my yard, like raccoons and possums. Leda killed her, like a little rat the other day. Oh my god, we've had tons of nature. Continue. So you've had nature. and Oh god. I, like, what type of nature have you had? I'll give you one guess. We had nature. It came up on the fucking deck two days in a row. I don't have to guess. You told me what it is. I was just having you say it for the for the sake of the conversation. Oh, I did tell you already. Yeah, we had a fucking bear, dude. Yeah, 
And that's the thing too, like like there are bears that come out here on the hills. Like my, my guys I work with have gotten bears. I get coyotes and skunks and there's mountain lion not too far from here and shit. And it's like right. all of that nature, I accept that it exists in the US. It's like when I was in Wyoming with my parents, we saw a bear. When I was in Vermont, I was driving to the horse shows really early morning and I got, came across a moose just walking around in the street in the in the middle of the street. There's wow. there's nature that I like I'm familiar with and I acknowledge exists and we have to deal with. But then I was thinking, especially after you texted me about the bear incident, if we were in Australia, we would just be walking around and there would be seven foot rats hopping around. Just giant kangaroos that would just like, they would be a daily nuisance. Oh yeah. Like, I'm trying to figure out how to deal with, you know, a little foot and a half long possum or something like that. But what if there's something that's like taller than you? Have you ever seen a kangaroo go like fight someone? No. They're crazy. They're super strong. Stri- fight a human? Yeah. They fight humans? Like I mean, yeah. I feel really? like I feel like I've seen them kick things before. I think that's just like cartoons you're thinking of them boxing. That those cartoons have to come from somewhere. I guess. But I mean, Dude. but I mean like the amount of weird ass animals. Yeah. Like I don't know. That just seemed really weird to me. If I just was walking to work one day and be like, oh, got to wait for this kangaroo to get out of the way. That is weird. Right? But then you have dingoes. Dingoes, yes. But still, you can kind of equate that to, to coyote almost, you know? like Oh, it's the same thing for sure. I just think that dingoes are probably cooler. Yeah. I think they're probably more vicious too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Coyotes suck. Coyotes are bad. Yeah. Um... It sucks too because I don't like I don't like the idea of like killing animals or like whatever. But um, I was telling my bear story last night at the family memorial day get together thingy. The way the way you paused in between there, it sounded like it was going to be a sad get together. No, the, the family memorial day <laughs> party. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But I was explaining. I was telling. I was telling the bear I, story. I was going to the family grave, e expo. And <laughs> oh my god! So one of the people there, she grew up in Vermont, and it's so funny her perspective on like all of this stuff. And because Kim, of course, Kim had to say, you know, and Andy was gonna get his gun out, and this woman just goes, "He should have." <laughs> Could your gun do anything to a bear? Oh, God, yes. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. I'm, I'm asking if your gun is equipped to take a bear down rather than just make it angry. Yes, I have a 12-gauge and I have slugs. Okay. I could take down a bear in one shot, yes. I would have to hit it very precisely. But and anyway... That's not the point. I'm not gonna. I'm not shooting a bear. I mean, you could My, you could have salted the meat and eaten all next winter. Oh God, that that's the other thing she said, which was super funny. She's like, "You could have killed the bear. No one would have ever known." And I was like, "Oh my God, it's so true." Because like, no one comes up here, right? It's like, and God, I saw hunters today. I don't know what the fuck they're hunting. It's it's May. What are they hunting? I need. To, I guess I need to look it up. 
but she was saying like that's what she's like that's what my dad would have done just would have killed it because the last thing you want is a bear to you know kind of feel comfortable coming up to your house um <laughs> i just let a, i just i just googled 12 gauge slug versus bear and went to the first crazy gun nut thread and one of them like three down goes the only question i would have is was it a tactical slug the cop types and the park service is one of them likes to use the tactical slugs because they don't kick as much they work wonderfully on humans but not so wonderfully on bears jim <laughs> oh my god <laughs> assholes going around shooting people <laughs> do we live in the, with the 12 gauge do we live in the worst country what the fuck uh, anyway she was like you should have shot and the whole point was i said i was just gonna let out a shot i wasn't gonna do it i was just gonna let out like you know some buckshot or so, maybe even some bird shot i don't care just just the sound to scare him away right because of what the motherfucker did so he came up the first night my bad i left the fucking bird seed out sucks right yeah the second night you got helicopters again yeah man did they find that guy yet which guy they're looking for the same guy every fucking time in my mind. I'm just in my mind it's like some Grand Theft Auto thing where like the guy's just sprinting on the ground and you just get like the the aerial coverage and the cameraman's up in the up in the helicopter watching a fugitive run away. Yeah. I mean we're also getting up to uh car chase season too. Is that what happens a lot? Uh, towards the summertime you get a lot of car chases. Why does that still happen? I don't know, people think they can get away. Why don't you just let them go? Who, the cops? Yeah. Do you think the cops have an easy time letting things go? Oh, man. And, di- gonna... and can't you imagine all these traffic t- ticket writing cops are just, like, waiting for a big chance to have a car chase? Oh, my God. They should just let them go. Do you... What was it? Like in a city, it's different, obviously, because I pass by a lot more people in a lot of different neighborhoods and stuff. Yeah. Do you ever reflect on, like, oh, I wonder how many, like, ex-felons I've met. I wonder how many people I've met who have murdered someone. I wonder how many people I've met today that have murdered someone and gotten away with it. You know, it's like, you ever wonder that? No. You never? Oh. Never. I've been thinking about it recently. Dude, that's because you're crazy. That's not something that normal people think about. I'll no, tell you what, no, no one's thinking about, like, oh, I wonder if this person has killed someone. I mean, okay, here's the only time that I've ever thought that in my life. This nice guy came into the Apple store. I sold him an iPhone for his daughter. And when I went to ID him, he was like, I don't have an ID card. He goes, I have this, though. And it's like your get-a-jail-free card. He has, like, a card that says, I just got out of jail. I'm like, this is like your free pass? 
And he's like, yeah, I was good, and I got out of jail. No, like, no, that, that never happened. That conversation never happened. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm, I'm making a joke on the guy didn't even have identification because he had just gotten released from jail. Okay. He didn't have any identification. He had literally like a, I just got out of prison card. Okay. So, yeah. That had like his name and stuff. And I looked at him. The nicest fucking man ever. I'm not passing and, judgment on anyone. But, I'm just but, saying. But I thought at that moment, wow, this guy probably murdered someone. Well, I mean, there's a whole other series of things that someone could have done to go to jail. He told me he went to jail for 15 years. Yeah, it's probably a mandatory minimum for drug laws. I don't know. 15 years, man? Yeah. Look up mandatory minimum. Rockefeller. Wait, Rockefeller or Rockefeller? No, Rockefeller. Oh, okay. Rockefeller drug laws, man. No, I... It's just something that, like, I'm just like, huh. Because I, like, I walk my dogs. I pass a lot of people. And I'm mm-hmm. like, just how many of these people have done a hard time? How many of these people have taken a life? I mean, in L.A., it's probably a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't like to think about things like that. Why not? It doesn't like I like it. It, because it's like it's not informing my opinion on anyone. I'm just curious on a ratio of people I meet per day, how many of them are violent offenders who have been caught or haven't? It's like thinking about death. Do you think about death? Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Why not? You don't think about death? No. What like in what way? In what way do I not think about something is what you're asking me? No, in what way am I thinking about death that you don't think about death? Do you think about death once a week? Like what type of death? Other people's death? My death? Suicide? You're, what are you talking you're, about? You're, you're, no, Jesus. Let's skip suicide. Do you think about your own death? Oh, yeah. More than, more than... Three times a week? I mean, yeah. I could probably daily. Really? Yeah. About your... I don't dwell on it, but I'll have a fleeting like, oh, man, I'm going to die in a car crash. You know? <laughs> oh, you think about how? Fuck. God, what? Really? You don't? No. All right. You don't You don't worry about, like, health stuff or anything? No. Oof. In what way? Like, oh man, my stomach hurts. Oh, it's probably cancer. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, God. (laughs) No, I think, I think, God, I've been sick for three days. I haven't been sick for three days in a really long time. And then I think, when was the last time I was sick for three days? And I think... I always skip ahead and think of the time that I, like, couldn't get out of bed and I was so sick. Like, I, I slept, like, 23 hours a day. I was, like, oh, maybe 19 years old. I just got super ridiculously sick. I, I hadn't ever been that sick in my entire life, nor have I since been. And I just remember, like, I was fucking thirsty. I woke up at, like, 
7 p.m. I had slept for seriously like 23 hours almost straight. And I like woke up, drank some, uh, or, or no, that was the issue. I think I needed water or I was hungry or something. And I didn't have the strength to do anything and no one was home. And so I just crawled from my bedroom down the stairs into the kitchen, kneeled up and got water, drank some, and then crawled back up into my bed. Like, it took me 30 minutes. I never have been that sick in my entire life. Um, and that's the, um, and that's the, that's the height of what I think of. I don't think of, I could die from this, or maybe I'm dying, or anything like that. I just don't. I mean, like, the, the, the closest it gets, and maybe I think about it, maybe that idea, maybe it's more prevalent than it was five years ago. Maybe I do think about death a little bit more. But, like, I think about it in a way of, like, like, if I drive down my road before I get to the main road, and I, like, haven't put my seatbelt on yet because I have this like lazy I live in the backwoods I don't have to put my seatbelt on until I like get to a main road kind of routine right which is not the case but it's like I wait till I get off my dirt road onto the other dirt road to put my seatbelt on but I I sometimes I'll think as I'm coming down a curve maybe too fast this is a time when I should probably have a seatbelt on because if someone's on the other side coming up this curve at the way I come up this curve usually, that would be a head-on collision and I would certainly die. So little things like that remind me to be safer, maybe. Like put on my seatbelt earlier or just be smarter about things. But no, I don't really think about death. All right. Well, good for you. All right, let me tell you this story. So this fucking bear comes. I get Marcy. She scares the bear away. She's super good about it. She's like fucking goes ape shit. I mean, we have recordings on here of her barking crazy. It is that that barking crazy is like barking at like a squirrel or something. This is like three tiers above that this is murder shrill bark this is if i let this dog out right now it would freaking slaughter a bear and but i'm not gonna test that water the, those waters obviously so the other so anyway she she gets it she lets it she this was the morning okay she takes care of the bear the bear's Whatever, bear leaves. I take all the fucking bird seed in, my bad. We all go to bed that night. This is Saturday night? Yeah. We all go to bed that night. I stay up and I'm like doing something on the computer. And I hear the fucker come up the staircase. So I get up. I walk to the to the door. I turn on my LED spotlights, which is like seriously like almost 5000 lumens of like lighting up the entire world. 
You can have a fucking baseball game in my yard. Not if there's I, bears there. No one's going to that game. Well, the Cubs. Oh. <laughs> right? Zing. So, <laughs> so <laughs> fucking world champs, right? Um, I'm walking. <laughs> Am I right, people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm walking in such a way, right? That this fucking thing is walking. And mind you, all the seed, bird seeds in the house, right? I'm walking in such a way that I'm missing it. And I'm like, maybe I'm fucking just hearing shit. And Kim has the blinds pulled down because it was a hot day. So they're like, the Venetian blinds are pulled down, but they're not, um, they're not rolled shut. So they're open, slotted open. Mm -hmm. And I see the fucking like glistening back of the fur. And it's like, I mean, the other side of fucking window pane, it's arm's length away. And I like shriek and yell Marcy's name. And Kim's like, what's happening? Marcy comes out like the blazes, just like full protector. And I'm like, Marcy, get it. And she's just like, you know, just, and the bear like does this slow motion, like get off the porch sort of thing. Like Moses really is all he does. And he's little, he's not, this guy is not the same size as the one that, um, that Kim encountered last year. That one was like a mama bear. This is like a young guy, a young cub. He's like, but he's still like 270 pounds, you know? Like, he's still fucking big. I didn't, it's like, when they're far away, they don't look big. They look a little puny. But this guy wasn't even scrawny. This guy was pretty full. He's been eating well. Yeah, so, eating your bird seed. Dude, he's been eating my fucking neighbor's bird seed, I bet. He's been eating my neighbor's everything, I bet. So, <laughs> I, I can't believe he's such a loner. But here's the here's the part that's amazing. So, I'm watching him. Marcy's still going ape shit on him. He's like walking around the driveway, like slow motion, just eyeing the place. Like he can still smell it. He's like, I smell this shit. Where the hell is it? And he's looking at me like, I'm coming back. Don't you worry. And he walks around the same way he did the night before. And, or that morning it was. And he walks around the house down into like the front, the front yard sort of area and like three minutes pass and I ch- and Marcy chill chills a little bit and whatever and at this point I'm like I'm gonna go get my gun just to make sure if I see him you know whatever and Kim's like you should bring in the the seed that's covered we should just start keeping the covered seed inside the house too because if he's that comfortable getting on the porch he's gonna rip that open he's gonna f- just like bear claw it open oh, that's where the term comes from Yes, yeah, bear clawing open something. It's like a can opener. It's it's the origin. Um, and I'm like, all right. So as I as I'm ready to go outside, I didn't get my gun. As I'm ready to go outside, I kid you not. Don't know. I don't know if I can paint this picture for you well enough, but it was just so like this bear was sitting down. In the yard, 
Okay. Uh-huh. He had his left leg out. He had his right leg crossed under him. He was sitting on his right leg, right? And he was leaning on his right arm over. He had this full lounge position. And he's just sitting there like a dick looking at me like, when's this motherfucker going to go away and let me have some birdseed? <laughs> and it was at that point that I was like, Kim, I'm getting the gun. And she's like, no, don't get the gun. And I was like, I'm just going to bring out a shot just to scare him away so he doesn't come back. And I didn't do that. I just, when I opened the door, he like, he was already off. And I brought in the seed and I was just like, what a motherfucker. Like, just that, that one moment of him just like sitting down, like, I can wait him out. Now that's a brash bear. Oh, a brash bear. Yeah. It's a good band name. The brash bear. Anyway, that's my bear story for this year so far. But dude, he was he was big. Up close. I feel, I feel like kind of bad telling the story because Kim's, if she hears this story right now, she's rolling her eyes being like, well, the screen door was open. The fucking glass door was open when she had the man that was like twice his size. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was out like the same exact spot at the window with the bear on the other side. They like locked eyes. By the time I woke up, he was already in the driveway, like far away. Now that was a big thing. I didn't think black bears got that big, but these guys are healthy. 